When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Usually when you hear me start the episode like that, it's not going to be good. Because if you've listened to me a number of times over the last couple of years on this show, you know, I basically start off every episode the same way. It's always, all right, what up? Welcome back. Episode whatever of the Wider Eye Podcast. I'm your host, this and that. It's always the same thing. But if you hear me start off the show, which is episode 84 of the Wider Eye Podcast, welcome back. I'm your host, Ryan Honey of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Whenever you hear me start off the episode with a deep breath or, as I would describe it, a deflation of my body, you know it's not going to be good. You know we're going to be talking about a tough loss, which is what occurred to the New York Giants on Sunday at MetLife Stadium, 17-14 to against the Atlanta Falcons, spoiling Eli Manning's special day, spoiling the jersey retirement ceremony, allowing a young way coup game-winning field goal as time expired. For the second straight week, the Giants have allowed a game-winning field goal to lose. And so now Big Blue is 0-3 to start off a season in which there was a lot of optimism. There was a lot of confidence. Daniel Jones now has weapons. The offensive line has continuity. It's going to be fine. Saquon's coming back. The defense was great last year and is expected to be this year as well. 0-3, with the most recent loss coming at the hands of one of the worst teams in the league, a team that gave up 80 combined points through the first two weeks. And that's basically what I want to get into to start off this episode, is the offensive inconsistencies that we saw once again on Sunday. Giants, led by offensive coordinator Jason Garrett, scored 14 points versus an Atlanta Falcons team that I just said allowed 80 combined points through the first two weeks. 14 points. After there was a glimpse of optimism in week two, where the Giants scored 29 points and gained 391 total yards against Washington, both marks were the highest of the Jason Garrett era in East Rutherford. Oh, maybe they're maybe they're figuring it out. Maybe they know what, you know, maybe they've righted the wrongs and maybe they figured out the game planning failures and the play calling inefficiencies and maybe this is the start of something new. 29 points, nearly 400 yards. Maybe Jason Garrett has finally figured it out with this offense and this quarterback. Now, 14 points. 
against an Atlanta defense that gave up 80 through the first two weeks. I don't know how many times I could say that. 80. Not only that, Kadarius Toney was non-existent again. What, did he have two catches for 16 yards? First round draft pick. He's got four catches through the first three weeks. He's been targeted five times total through the first three weeks. Use him. He's got the speed. He's got the elusiveness. He's got the athleticism. He could be a dynamic, talented option in the slot. Use him. They have yet to do so on a consistent basis. And I understand he didn't practice much because he had the COVID issue. Then he had the injury and he's a rookie. But you're 0-3. You got to figure it out. You got to do something. Use him. This guy's been targeting. You used the number one first round draft pick on this kid. And you've targeted him five times through three games. And I understand his playing time has increased every week. But still... Get him out in space. Run sweeps with him. Touch pass type plays. End arounds. Slants. Do something. Get him the ball and get him in space. It's ridiculous at this point. First round draft pick on this kid, you used a highly significant resource in the draft. And you're targeting him five times through three weeks. Not to mention, he's not a punt. He's, he's have, he was always an option in the return game. Haven't seen that yet. So not only can Garrett not score points or call plays, he can't even use his personnel correctly. Awful play calling. Uncreativity. And I, I watch, you know, they played at one. I'm watching games the rest of the day, especially the Green Bay with Matt LaFleur versus Kyle Shanahan on Sunday night. You know, you see play calls in other games that you would never see with Jason Garrett. Never. I mean, there were numerous play calls I saw in that Niners-Packers game Sunday night from either Kyle Shanahan of San Francisco or Matt LaFleur of Green Bay. And I'm like, I, I see a play call. I'm like, I would never see that in the Giants game. No way. Not a chance. So he's an uncreative play caller. The offense is, is offense is inconsistent. Coming off a big game against Washington, can't bring it against Atlanta, even though Atlanta's defense is worse. Not to mention the offensive line is atrocious too. Ben Bredesen can't block. Billy Price can't block. They should have absolutely addressed this offensive line in the offseason. season, and I was part of the problem with that too. I said they didn't need to. I said an Andrew Thomas, um, Shane Lemieux, Nick Gates, Will Hernandez, and Matthew Parrott line would have worked. I said there would have been continuity. Which is a prerequisite of chemistry. Which is huge for an offensive line. We all know this. They all played with one another. They all played with one another last year. Now all of a sudden, Shane Lemieux might be out for the year. We think he is. Nick Gates is definitely out for the year. Matthew Parrott couldn't even crack the starting lineup. He lost a job to the 33-year-old Nate Solder who didn't play last year and wasn't good in 2018 or 2019. And the offensive line is atrocious up to this point and has limited what this offense can do. It has limited what Daniel Jones has been able to do. It's limited what Saquon Barkley has been able to do. They can't block. This offensive line should have absolutely been addressed in the offseason, and it wasn't. Whether it was through the draft or in a big in a, in a big way through free agency, 
and it wasn't. And I was part of the problem. I said they didn't need to address it. They absolutely should have done so. Because right now they're screwed. And now Bredesen is hurt too. Bredesen's got a hand injury. He might miss he might miss time moving forward as well. And so the Giants signed Wes Martin, who was a fourth rounder in 2019, was on the Washington practice squad. So now you're going into the Saints game on Sunday with an offensive line that includes Wes Martin and Billy Price and a 33-year-old Nate Solder. Not to mention Andrew Thomas hasn't been the greatest left tackle the last two years. He's improving. He's developing. I'll give him that 100%, but he's still not a proven, consistent starter. And Will Hernandez has had his fair share of on-field issues. We've witnessed them firsthand. And now on to the defense, which has been... Listen, I don't want to knock the defense too much because they only allowed 17 points. But they didn't show up in the final two minutes on Sunday. The Giants punted the ball away after the two-minute warning. And I said as soon as they punted the ball to Matt Ryan and the Falcons with a minute 50 to go in the game, game tied at 14, I said, Matt Ryan will drive right down the field. We've seen this defense fail under two minutes numerous times the last two seasons. And what happened? Seven-yard drive, 58 yards. As I said before, Young Hoi Koo, 40-yard game winner. Again, two-minute defense has killed this team. It's killed them the last two weeks. It's killed them the last two years, basically. James Bradbury wasn't great again. He's now allowing 70, He's now allowing quarterbacks to complete 78% of their throws for 143 yards, two touchdowns, and a 103.4 rating. They missed plays. Logan Ryan should have picked off one pass. Adoree Jackson should have had the late game pick in the fourth quarter in the end zone. Falcons followed that up with a game-tying touchdown, an extra point. Defense wasn't horrible on Sunday, but you got to show up in the final two minutes. This has been an issue numerous upon numerous upon numerous times in the last two seasons, and they still haven't fixed it, and it's coming back to haunt them again twice already this season. They've already allowed two game-winning drives. You could say what you want about the Dexter Lawrence offsides against Washington that negated the missed field goal, but regardless, the final score in both games was a loss for the Giants and a loss for the... Regardless of what you say about the offside penalty, the bottom line is, and the final story is, this Giants defense has allowed two game-winning drives already. It's been two-minute defense, two-minute defensive issues numerous times the last two years. And it's already coming back to bite them again. Multiple times this year already. Insanity. And then after the game, Joe Judge meets with the media. Now, I'm not in the, I'm, I'm not, you know, in the post-game press conference or anything like that. But Joe Judge, but, you know, I see, these, I see it where you guys see it. I see it on Twitter. Joe Judge says to the media, we'll be all right. Quote, we'll be all right, unquote. And to be honest with you, I don't know if they will be. And I wrote about this earlier this week. And check it out at EliteSportsNY.com where you can find all my stuff. Offensive line issues, as I just pointed out. Garrett still being the offensive coordinator and the uncreative play caller that he is and has been. They can't run the ball with Saquon effectively. I mean, he sat under 60 yards in each of his first three games. The defensive issues under two minutes. The injuries. Got Bredesen now hurt, who's supposed to be the left tackle moving forward. Shane Lemieux might be out for the year. Nick Gates, out for the year. Blake Martinez tore his ACL, out for the year. 
So the issues on the offensive side of the ball, whether it's the offensive line, play calling, Garrett, Barkley, the injuries, the two-minute defense. How are Giant fans really supposed to believe Joe Judge when he says that they're going to be all right? There's countless issues with this team all around the, all over the field, all over the roster. There's issues, you know, over the, you know, throughout the coaching staff. There's issues. Fans don't trust Garrett. They're starting to not trust Patrick Graham this year, considering the defense still has the same issues that it had last year, under two minutes. Not to mention the defense was not good against Denver or Washington the first two weeks. And on top of all of the issues, look at their schedule coming up. I'm going to read off the upcoming opponents they have, and you tell me whether it's a win or a loss for the Giants, okay? New Orleans, Dallas, Rams, Panthers, Chiefs, Raiders, Buccaneers. I mean, I don't know if they're even, I don't know if they're going to beat the Eagles twice. They'll definitely lose to the Eagles at least once out of those two games. Dolphins. Tua might be back at that point. He probably will. I mean, he will be. Unless this is a, a worse injury than we think. They don't play the Dolphins until December 5th. But then uh, Chargers, Cowboys, Eagles, Bears, Washington. I mean, the only game I'm really confident in right now is Chicago. Maybe the Eagles once. And maybe Washington on the final day of the regular season. But even that, that's what, a 3-14 and 14 record? Now, I don't know if that gets you the number one pick because the, obviously the Jets are in t- the Jets are, you know, not great right now. Neither are the Jaguars. Neither is Houston or, you know, the, Detroit isn't good. But with all the issues they have on either side of the ball and the injuries and the issues that Garrett has and the issue that, issues that Graham is having, how are fans really supposed to believe, or the media even, that the Giants will... Quote, be all right, unquote. You tell me. I, I, I can't I can't really figure that one out. I do not know if they will be alright at all. Until they make a major change with the offensive play calling, as far as who's calling it and how it's being called, I do not see how this offense can take a massive leap, which is what it needs to take if it wants to turn this season around after starting off 0-3. Starting off 0-3-2 against teams who are not, you know, the juggernauts of the NFL. Falcons, probably one of the worst teams in the league. Washington, arguably the worst. You know, Washington's not exactly a playoff team. I know they were a playoff team last year, but I don't think they're making the playoffs with Taylor Heineke. Plus, that defense has been atrocious thus far in the year. Not the same type of defense it was last year. And then in week one, they lost to Denver. Denver's obviously 3-0, but we don't know if Denver's really that good yet. They beat the Giants, Jets, and Jacksonville first three weeks. So the, the NFL gave the Giants an easy start to the season. Denver, Washington, Atlanta. And they couldn't capitalize on any of them. And now they have to undergo a gauntlet of a schedule that includes... Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert. I'm not a big fan of Tua, but the Dolphins are still good. Darnold, we don't know if he's phenomenal, but the Panthers' defense is incredible. I can't see the Giants scoring more than 14 points against them. Jameis Winston, he's you know he's Jameis Winston, but Saints are still a good team. Sean Payton's still a great head coach and offensive play caller. 
who knows? Who knows when the wins come? But I, I'm gonna keep. I don't know. I, I just don't know. I, I don't know when it'll all turn around because it's not like they gotta fix one thing. There's a lot of things they gotta fix, whether it's offensive play calling, whether it's rushing the passer. You know, capitalizing on these plays that, you know, the Logan Ryan drop pick and the Adore Jackson. A lot of changes need to be made. And we hope they're made soon because this gauntlet of a schedule is not easy. It's arguably the toughest in the league. Changes got to be made and they got to be made quickly or this season can get really, really, really out of hand very quickly. But I want to thank you all for tuning into our therapy session. Episode 84 of the Wider Eye Podcast. As always, we'll have our best bets for Week 4 this week, as well as our preview for the upcoming Giants-Saints Week 4 matchup later this week. You can find that on Apple, Spotify, wherever you go, um, as well as EliteSportsNY.com. But for now, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, my name is Ryan Honey of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter, at Ryan Honey, E-S-N-Y, and listen to and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, thanks so much again, and uh, talk to you guys soon.